Well, 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 look who just waltzed right into my podcast. If you're here, it's not an accident. This is the Look Up Podcast. It's a place where we discuss how to stay connected and looking up rather than living in the monotony and anxiety of the brain, looking down. We're going to dive into deep emotional healing, spiritual wisdom and experiences, and above all, how to reconnect and stay connected to God, nature, each other, and ourselves. Welcome to the Look Up Podcast. I'm your host, Harmony Sunshine. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're at. I felt called, pushed, prodded to speak on the poverty mindset today. This is, I'm like starting to feel emotional even, like starting to bring it up, but um, yeah, this is a topic that's, it's very important to me. Um, It's something that I've actually been diving deep into right now. Um, I feel like anything that I I'm going to speak on on this podcast is only going to be something that I'm like diving deep into at the time, but, or have at like some recent time, you know? Um, so first of all, I just want to say you do not have to be in poverty to have a poverty mindset. There's many ways to attain it. Of course, being in poverty, you can have a poverty mindset. Some people are in poverty and they honestly don't have that mindset um they have like an abundant mindset and they have abundance in in different ways that maybe just aren't money but um I can only speak for myself so um part of my story is I am one of seven children and I am in the middle I'm number four (laughs) um so as you can imagine you know when you have that many children Sometimes money can be tight. Um, My mother stayed home with us, and my father, he was a pastor for part of my childhood, and then he started his own business after that, doing lawn care. So both of those things, like, you know, when you're starting a business, it takes a a little bit for the money to, like, kick in, and then um, when you work. I mean, most people that work at churches don't make very good money. Um, And then, you know, all the kids and all the expenses and all these things. So I grew up very poor. (laughs) Um, My parents, you know, they, they were amazing and they like did all they could for us and they gave us a good life. And I'm honestly so grateful that I did have as many siblings as I did because they're like my best friends and we had so much fun playing together when we were kids and stuff but I do understand like how stressful that could be for parents you know um so just to like kind of paint the picture of like the like level of poor I guess because I we weren't like dirt poor right but it was like we did it (laughs) Like, we'd have hamburger helper without the hamburger because, like, the meat was too expensive sometimes. Um, We, 
would only shop for our clothes at Goodwill. And if like it was tax season and they got money back, then we'd be able to go to Walmart and like pick out like one or two things. And so like anytime I saw people wearing, you know, stuff from the mall, it was like, oh my gosh, their parents must be loaded. They must be so rich. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. We got free lunches at school once we started going to public school. Um, I don't know. I remember I was a cheerleader from like fifth grade to eighth grade and I wanted to do it in high school, but it was like $50 to sign up, but we couldn't afford it. And so I just couldn't do it anymore. There's like a lot of like There's a lot of like parts, like little like details of like, oh, like this was, you know, maybe that wasn't like super normal. You know, I also went to school in like a more affluent part of town. And so it was more normal for like the kids that I was surrounded with to have really nice things and, you know, be able to do like on like big vacations. Like our vacations were always like we would go camping um, like an hour away from where we lived. But like, honestly, it was amazing. Like I really did have a really great childhood and like I have no resentment towards my parents for anything. But here's the thing. I didn't only inherit my poverty mindset from growing up being poor. I also inherited it from my parents. Um, you know, everyone has things. Most people have poverty mindset to a certain degree, even if it's small. And poverty mindset isn't just about money either. That can maybe be where it breeds, but, or shows up the biggest, or it's kind of like where we put our focus on when we think about like poverty, right? But poverty mindset is actually just this idea, this belief really, that there's never going to be enough. And of course, there's, there's other beliefs that come with poverty mindset, but that's the big one for me. It's this like scurry and scavenger type energy, right? You don't feel safe. You don't feel secure. There's never going to be enough. You have to take the first thing that comes to you because this is all you're ever going to get. When, when something comes, you better just like take, hoard it, take all of it because that's all you're ever going to get. Like you have to be scared all the time. And, you know, like growing up with so many siblings, like we all like my oldest sister has come out of it. But for the most part, like my siblings eat very fast, which is not good for your body. But, you know, when when we would eat, it was like there was enough food, but it was like if you wanted seconds, you had to go fast. And I mean, that's just something with growing up with a lot of siblings, you know, but um, it's also this poverty mindset of like. I don't know if we're ever going to get this food again. Like if it was something really good or like, I don't know. It's just, it's just this drive. And this has come up. Does this come up in food? I have a really tumultuous relationship with food, which I'll get into at some point if I haven't already. Um, I just don't know what order I'm going to post these episodes, but um, it's come across in food that, you know, that, um, That saying of like, oh, you need to like finish your plate. Like there's starving kids in the world and like all this stuff. So like that's like pressure put on by your parents. But like honestly, the pressure to like finish your plate because you don't know when you're going to get food again. And it's not even like I grew up like that, but it's this like deep fear. 
And that fear actually manifested when I was like 20. I didn't have money for food. Like I seriously didn't, I, I couldn't afford to have food. And um, I just remember like sitting there and feeling so, this is actually just like a testament of God's faithfulness, but like sitting there and feeling so helpless, hopeless. And like someone came up to me and was like, hey, I just felt like I was supposed to give you my lunch. You know, and it's like that was honestly like the first time that I like grew trust in God and but before that like no and it's still very hard so another way that poverty mindset can show up is in our relationships or like you know with like your significant other that type of thing because oh my gosh have I seen this show up for me like nonstop well, I better just like take the first person that's interested in me because I'm never going to get anybody this good ever again. It's like literally this, this never enoughness. It makes you settle for jobs. It makes you settle for partners. It makes you settle in friendships. It makes you settle for where you live. You know how many people hate where they live? God, this could be a whole episode too. Like hate where they live. Well, This is the best I'm ever going to get. And honestly, like a lot of times we don't even know that's what our subconscious is like believing because, you know, it's our subconscious. It's not totally coming to the surface. But if we take the time and actually like dive deep and ask ourselves the hard questions, like things like that will come up. It's really crazy, honestly. Like, but yeah, like I know so many people that, And it's not just like, you know, I live in the Midwest, but like I lived in California for a little bit. People hated it out there too. Like it doesn't matter where you live. I'm sure there's people in like Maui that hate it there. I'm sure there's people in like what else play Bali that hate it there. Like people that grew up there maybe or something like people don't, you get in this like stagnant place of like, Well, first, it's like the scavenger place, right? Of like, okay, I have to like take this. This is it. This is all I'm going to get. But then you get in this stagnant place of like, okay, since I already know this is all I'm going to get, there's no use in me looking for something that actually feels resonant to me. And it's almost this space of unworthiness, right? Which is, it's sad, but it's like truly... I can, I can speak for myself. Like I know on a level, I don't feel worthy of having a lot of money. I don't feel worthy of living in a big, spacious, beautiful place by myself. I don't feel worthy of being loved by someone who can truly love me and isn't trying to take from me. I don't feel worthy of like cooking myself good food sometimes like I don't know I can I can put other labels on it and stuff but like I don't feel worthy of taking myself out to an expensive dinner why would I waste that money why would I waste money on that I don't know maybe because you're worthy of it you ever thought of that (laughs) you know it's really crazy we brush so much under the rug. We think so much, like we've normalized it so much that we're actually just like living in denial 
and refusing to see it for what it really is, which is the poverty mindset. Like, there will never be enough for me. And it's simply not true. The reason that this topic is hard for me to speak on today is because, like, I'm in it. Like, this is not something that I have fully mastered. And honestly, I feel like it's going to be that way with a lot of things I speak on. I'm here not to be like, oh, this is what I've mastered. Like, learn from me. It's like, hey, this is what I'm working on. And, like, I would love to open the conversation, share, and, like, be in this together, you know? But I think um, a big thing that I've been learning with this poverty mindset stuff is it is, a big part of it is about trust. Like, the opposite of fear, I mean, like, the opposite of fear is love, but also the opposite of, like, fear and anxiety can also be security, safety, feeling like, I just kind of get this picture of, like, a cat, like, when it feels (laughs) comfortable, how it just like kind of like nuzzles down into like the blanket or something and it just like kind of moves its little shoulders and just like just like snuggles in you know when cats feel afraid (laughs) they don't do that they're tense they stand up they're like their their fur puffs out you know like that is (laughs) like the state of fear the state of the poverty mindset the poverty mindset is not a place of feeling secure and like I said a lot of it's in our subconscious and that's where a lot of our anxiety comes from is this place of feeling like we have an unshaky sorry like we have an unstable slash shaky foundation inside of us so it's like first of all the way to overcome our fears is to face them as they say right So with something as the poverty mindset, I, some, this is a technique that I was taught by um, some coaches of mine, Zoe and Lo, <laughs> shout out. Um, but yeah, like facing your fear. So literally allowing yourself to go there. Allowing yourself to go there. What are you afraid of? What do you believe is going to happen If you don't enter this relationship, if you don't overstock on groceries, buy way more than you need because you don't know what's going to happen. I might not have money next week. Who knows? What are you afraid will happen if you lose your job? What are you afraid will happen if you pursue your dream? What are you afraid will happen if you spend money on truly taking care of yourself and follow that fear all the way down and like do it in a sacred way of like intention right so it's not like we're just constantly thinking about like what we're terrified of but like in a space of intention, like I am doing this to face my fears, to look them straight in the face because I'm not like playing this game anymore. So take a minute, put your hand on your heart, take a breath in 
ask your heart what it's afraid of in this moment. And once you come up with an answer, ask your heart why. Think about that fear. If you need to pause the podcast or you want to come back to this at a later time or if you just don't want to do this right now, I totally have grace for that. But look at that fear. Look at the worst case scenario. The thing that came up for me, which I didn't expect because I'm really dealing with money in my life right now, um, was love. I'm afraid of love. I'm terrified of it. So I surround myself with people, this is not everyone in my life, but I surround myself with people or I bring men into my life who can't see me, who won't commit to me because I don't want them to, because I'm scared. And I would rather deal with these little tiny hurts that I'll experience from these men that like can't give anything to me. I'd rather deal with that than to take a risk and to like dive into my fear and like let someone in that could actually see me and love me because the pain that would come from like being hurt from that type of connection would be so much greater and this is safer for me. So if I could like go deep and imagine the worst case scenario, why am I so afraid? Why am I so afraid? And like just see myself like cry, like it feels like you're going to die, right? And this goes the same with like money or like whatever the thing is that came up for you, like the money thing too. This is a fear that I've literally had to face, like stare at it. Okay, because I just lost my job um, t- almost two weeks ago. It's like, okay, well... If I can't find a way to make money, then I'm going to not be able to pay my bills. And if I can't pay my bills, then I'm going to get evicted and I'm going to lose my car. And I'm going to, what else, what other bills do I have? Those are the main ones because every other bill would kind of just follow along with that, Wi-Fi and stuff. (laughs) So I won't be able to pay my bills, so I'll get evicted. I'll lose my car. Okay, then what? Well, then I'd have to move in with my mom again. (laughs) Okay, then what? Well, then I wouldn't have my privacy as much. I would be, I would feel, I don't know, I'd feel embarrassed. Okay, and then what? Well, I think that the embarrassment, you know, I would have to face it and I, I don't want to do that. And then what happens if you do? Well, then I guess I overcome it to a certain extent. But then what if, what if I can't live with my mom? Let's go down that rabbit hole. What if I become homeless? What if I have to live on the streets in the winter with my cats? (laughs) Like, look at that fear. Like, allow yourself to go there. Your fear is crying out to be seen. It doesn't help us to stuff things down and pretend like they're not there. 
And I know we hear that all the time with like emotion, but like fear is an emotion. <laughs> fear is part of that. Fear deserves to like it. it's. We act like it's this thing that's not like a part of I don't know. It just doesn't deserve to have a voice. And it's like living in a f- constant state of fear is obviously like not beneficial to your mental health, your physical health, anything. But like fear is coming up because it needs to be seen. What would happen if I was homeless? I feel like I would die, right? But then it's like, you know what? If I was homeless, I'd probably find a homeless shelter. I could have my brother watch my cats. And then while I was staying in the homeless shelter, I could get a job and I could save up and I could have, you know, I wouldn't be paying rent. So I could, I could really try to figure it out. There's like, that's the thing. Like I would meet people. I would have experiences that I never could have had. I would learn. I would be in a completely different like playing field. Like stop taking, stop letting your fear hold you back from like what you're meant to be doing. Stop taking the first opportunity that crosses your path because you're scared you'll never get anything better. That's me right now. I'm in this. Two weeks without a job. Haven't even started looking because I don't feel peace about it in my spirit. I don't know what the future holds for me, but I have to honor my connection to myself, to God. I have to honor the peace. Always follow the peace. I'm not going to take the first job that presents itself to me because I'm afraid of what will happen if I don't. I'm saying no. I'm saying no to the poverty mindset. And there's so many ways that we can say no to it. And it's scary, dude. I get it. And like whatever that thing is for you, you know, like it doesn't have to be about money. Like I said, it can be about love. It can be about job. Like even if your job doesn't like have anything to do with money, it's just maybe you're in a job that you hate and you could be easily working somewhere else, but you're just afraid. Here's the thing. You are enough. There is more than enough for you to have everything that you want. Something that, um, man, I don't know if it's Sahara Rose or Michelle Panning, but they're both homies. Go check them out (laughs) on Instagram. And they both have podcasts too. But like your desire, I think it's Michelle. She says, my desires will never lead me astray. And that's true. If you desire something and it's pure and it gives you peace in your body, in your heart, in your spirit, that's meant for you. You shouldn't deny yourself of that because when we give into our pure desires, like I said, feeling peace in your body, not just like, oh, I've had six pieces of chocolate cake today and I'm desiring another one. You know what I mean? (laughs) God, too real. But seriously, like, following our desires and trusting that they're meant for us and trusting that 
God, the universe, is going to make things work in our favor when we follow our inner voice. Like The poverty mindset is honestly a lack of trust. Not trusting that things will work out. Not trusting that your inner voice is true. Not trusting in God. Not trusting in, like, not trusting that the world is a good place. (laughs) Not trusting that you'll be provided for. Not trusting that there's enough. So to heal your relationship with the poverty mindset is to heal your relationship with trust. And everything that needs healing is a conversation with your heart that needs to be had. And I'm totally a proponent for like all different kinds of like healing practices, like a hundred percent talk therapy. Um, I used to be on medication, um, plant medicine, you know, um, there's lots of ways, but something that we can do today is putting your hand on your heart and asking, how can I trust you more? Maybe having a conversation with God, how can I trust you more? And listening for practical solutions. Not everything has to be in riddles, in codes. Things can be practical too. So I'm just going to just breathe into this moment and just speak some affirmations and encouragement over myself and over anyone listening. I am safe. I am secure. I don't need to be afraid, but I am not afraid of my fears. My fears are not evil. My fears desire to be seen. I can trust myself. I can trust my desires. I can trust God. I can trust the universe. I can trust people. I can trust love. I can trust wealth. I can trust investing in myself. I am worthy 
of my desires. I am worthy of every good thing. I say yes to the situations that serve me and I say no to the situations that do not. I am learning and healing every single day. Thank you for joining me on this podcast today. I hope you received something from it. I hope that you're on this learning journey path with me. Mm. I just release peace over you if you're listening. That you would feel it settle around you like a warm yellow glow all over your body penetrating into your heart you are safe you are secure you are taken care of and you are loved have an amazing day thank you for listening (laughs) 